Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Radio. Hey everybody, this is Steve. I just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-line plot holes and gratuitous movies It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy Yeah. yeah! Ladies and 
and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing Snow White September. Yeah! What? <laughs> With a black and white movie from 2012, <laughs> Blanca Nieves. White Seven? <laughs> Blanca Nueve, the new black. No, uh, it's Snow White, guys. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I guess in Spanish. Uh, babe. Steve. This movie. This is a movie. You know what? We... Before we like even get started, let's get a beer going. Oh, absolutely. Because this is, this is a snowball. We are... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to cascade a bit uh speaking of cascade uh from lost coast brewery Ooh. we have their watermelon uh, <laughs> which is a wheat ale with natural watermelon flavor there you go my top oh his top nice and the poor yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's a light wheat beer with... <laughs> Ooh. Smells watermelony. Not too sweet. It smells almost a little tart. Steve's yeah, got in for the sip. Yeah, I got a little bit of tartness, mm. but yeah, basically just a nice little light pale ale, not a whole yeah. lot of hops. Just kind of like one of the, the grasshopper, not grasshopper, uh... Lawnmower beers or whatever, just kind of an all-day drinker, yeah. pretty light. See, now I'm like, <laughs> the term lawnmower beer was so abused. Wait, wait, I want you to pour more in here. Uh, so abused when we were in San Francisco, they also referred to lawnmowers as ones where there's so much hops, there's oh, like yeah, chunks yeah, yeah. in it's it. Like, uh, like... <laughs> it's like, like drinking yard clippings, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was like a, with. so my brain like goes to that because that was the first time I heard it, not realizing that most of the country refers to lawnmower beers as something you would have like after you mow the lawn, yeah, yeah, which kinda... is not something you have to chew. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Uh, yeah, I love watermelon, wheat ales, uh, 21st Amendment totally got me on board. You know what? It is the middle of summer and we don't have like a case of watermelon beer. Yeah. Honey, I may have to hit a liquor store. Yeah, it's the only place you're going to find it here. Right. <laughs> uh, thanks, uh, Lost Coast Brewery, Woo! for letting us purchase your beer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my babe. Steve. Blanca Nieves. Blanca Nieves. Oh, uh, we kind of stumbled on this movie a couple years ago. A uh, friend of the podcast, Scott. Uh, longtime listeners will know from the Deep Blue Sea episode. Yeah. Still possibly one of our greatest episodes. <laughs> um, uh, he's the one who turned us on to this. Yeah, and it was like on Netflix or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, it was like 2014 or 15, something like that. Something like that, yeah. 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 Um, so this is was... yet another 2012 movie, correct? Yes, uh, another 2012 Snow White movie. This one was released on September 28th, so a little mm. later in the in the year. Uh, from writer-director Pablo Berger. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he made uh, Torremolino 73, this, and Abracadabra, which I know nothing about. But uh, yeah, it, it, this is a Spanish film, guys. This is... <laughs> Yes. A black and white silent movie 
Yes. Made, it, it is probably one of the most Spanish movies I've ever seen in my life. Guys, this is one of the arty, the most artsy films we will ever review on this year podcast. It's a foreign film. It is, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is silent. It's in black and white. It is in the style of the artist, but oh, with yeah. a strong Spanish yeah, flair. When, yeah, when did the artist win the Academy Award? Was it like 2010, 2011, something like that? Yeah, definitely, this is inspired by that. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, also inspired by the stories from Jakob and Wilhelm Grimm. Yes, the Brothers Grimm or Los Aramos Grimm. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, they 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 did all the the Grimm tales, 18th century Germany. You all know that. Yeah. Uh, starring in this movie, we have Macarena Garcia. Yes, that's her name. Woo! As Carmen Bianca Neves. And uh, lots of other Spanish actors I've never heard of. So. And she is stunning. I will she say that. She is stunning. That she is, is a fetching woman. Absolutely. Some of these other ones we've been watching for Snow White. Like, I, spoiler alert, I've been enjoying Snow White Month. But oh, a lot yeah. of times it's like, she's the most beautiful girl in the kingdom? Like, don't get me wrong. She's good looking. She's all really. right. This girl's like, oh yeah, no, she's definitely fucking gorgeous. <laughs> well, another thing we'll, we'll find in this movie they all look strikingly similar. I mean, obviously when it's oh. her and her mom, it's like, okay, that makes sense. But it's also the stepmom. Dad has a type. Damn near the cooks and right. uh, cleaners of the, the mansion and oh, yeah. random ladies in the crowd. Yeah, the casting director definitely had a type. <laughs> well, I think it's just Spanish ladies for the Is most part. Is this what part, Spanish ladies know? look like? I guess. <laughs> I mean, I like to... Okay, I spent a week in Barcelona, so I consider myself an expert in Spain. <laughs> you know, everything about Spanish culture, That's right. <laughs> especially 1930s historical dramas. I know the secret to a good paella, as they call it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you want but... Spain, you want a paella. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah uh, spain's awesome guys i I highly recommend Uh, well i went to barcelona so i can personally vouch for there but uh uh yeah i would love it if my husband took me to spain Hmm, well you should have known me a while back (laughs) should have met me sooner yeah that's your damn problem (laughs) damn it if only i'd slept with him sooner No, we'll see what. Yeah, I think it was like two thousand eight when I went there with okay. uh, with Grandma. Alrighty. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Um, all right, so this movie. This movie. Speaking of super artsy, it starts with the curtains being drawn back. Oh yes. And it's black and white. It's a silent film, and we're set in. I'm gonna say nineteen twenties Seville. Yeah, I think it starts in twenty nine. Is what it said. Oh, did it actually give a year? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. I must have missed that. But yeah, yeah. This is like yeah, it was on the newspaper clippings because it was like oh, spinning sure. the Spanish newspapers. There we go. The newspaper clippings. That's yeah. <laughs> In the times of the shadow and early Batman. No, I... <laughs> but yeah, we're in uh, we're in Sevilla, and uh, there's a big matador show or match or I don't even know what you call it. But oh, it's being the greatest held... matador of all time is going to be fighting six bulls, including right. Satan. Yeah, Lucifer. Oh, sorry, Lucifer. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Satan's later. Lucifer. Yes, the greatest matador of them all, Antonio Veralta. And uh, he looks like a mix between F. Murray Abraham and, like, Super Dave Osborne. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, that sounds like a weird combination, but... When you see this guy, it makes total sense. 
Just picture F. Murray Abraham as a matador, but mm-hmm. also, you know, little, little higher cheekbones, maybe? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it doesn't help that the matador hats look like uh, Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and the the, the whole outfits. I oh. like the, yeah, they kind of like the evil Knievel flair throughout them, like with the shoulder oh, yeah. pads. Oh, drama. And, yeah, drama. Yeah. And yeah, we open up to uh, him getting dressed. I liked the little tool for uh, hooking the buttons. Yeah. I'd like, I'm like, oh, that's how they do it. Because they do have a lot of buttons. Yeah, yeah. I figured they weren't like snaps. (laughs) Well, not 1929. (laughs) You remember those quick release track pads from the 90s? You mean from the closet upstairs? (laughs) Oh, you wish you saw that. I'm ready to play basketball. (laughs) You wish you saw a pair of those. Yeah, maybe. Uh, (laughs) Everyone does. All right, babe. If we were in Barcelona, would you like to see a bullfight? Yes. Me too. Absolutely. Hello, the the bulls they get stabbed in their dinner, blah blah blah. And it's like, yeah, but also it's pretty fucking cool to watch, I'm not gonna lie. It's uh it's it's a history that we as white people are uh, not here. You mispronounced judge. it, babe. White people <laughs> are not not to judge. That's right. That was the one thing I wanted to do when I was in Barcelona and didn't have time to. I guess it wasn't the season. It was like October or something. Later we would find out that's actually sumo season. Yeah, well, I wasn't in Japan at the time, so... Oh, guys, we were we were like a coin flip away from dropping like a thousand bucks to go to the other side of Japan to go watch a sumo match like on a whim. And it was like... We could do that, or we could do the rest of our trip. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We chose the latter because it was yeah, like five hundred bucks a person. Because like we that, were buying yeah. them like that's we would have been buying the tickets the day of, and it yeah. was like because we had to go all the way around the island. Yeah, it was with a long way. It was a full day of travel on a bullet train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. So all right. So yeah. So Antonio Varata, he's doing his thing. He. I don't know. Yeah. It embarrasses the first five bulls. Then we get to number six, <gasps> Lucifer. <gasps> and uh, we see like his wife's in the crowd. Yeah. And uh, somebody's and she's like, beautiful. oh, yeah, of course. She's, she's just radiant and has the fakest little baby belly oh, you've ever seen in your life. Oh, the fakest baby belly. And, and it, it's great because like, it, there's like his buddy that has like the mustache or, you know, the, the fuck, I don't even know what you call it. The... Like the full overgrown goatee? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much like the the mutton chops that meet with the, yes. the mustache or whatever. Yes, his manager, we will find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, <laughs> he is the manager. But um, he's basically like, oh, to you and your lovely wife and your unborn child who you are expecting. And I'm like, oh, this guy's dead. Oh, he's oh, yeah, so oh fucked. yeah, and he was like, yes, I will win for you and my unborn child, wife. Yeah. Let me throw you my hat. That's right. But it hits the ground. She doesn't catch it. Don't worry, that's not a bad omen at all. Yep. <laughs> oh, and, okay, so he's, like, staring down the bull, the bull's staring back at him, blah, blah, blah. And we see, like, this this photographer, like, slowly creeping up over right? the side. Like, like he's purposely there to kill this guy with a flash right? from his camera. It's like, and, you know, the music's all ominous and stuff. It's pretty sweet, but, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's still, it's the 20s, so he does, like, has the whole, like, uh, the flash to... <laughs> Yeah. And that startles Antonio as the <gasps> bull is charging and whoop. Oh no. Oh, look. He's getting gored by, by Lucifer. <laughs> yeah, he gets pretty fucked up. And everybody like runs out and kind of saves him as the bull runs off. Blah, blah, blah. 
So they, they throw him on like a little stretcher or whatever, mm-hmm. carry him out of there. And he like, they're in the hospital and uh, the, the doctor, one of the nurses or whatever is like, oh, isn't that Carmen so lucky having this rich husband and in, being in labor as we speak. And Cut to having beautiful ah! Yeah. Yeah. It cuts between him lying there and like this other nurse just like staring down like, hmm. And do I get in on this situation? And she's right. like, oh, I'm having a fucking baby. You did this to me. You know, Where's silent film, husband? though. Yeah. 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 And the doctor's like working on him. Yeah. And he's being like licked over by fucking nurse ratchet. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Long, long story short. Um, unfortunately, Carmen didn't make it through childbirth. <gasps> oh, no. Uh, but he does survive his wounds. Yep. But he will be crippled the rest of his life. Can't feel his arms or his legs. Would you oh like to boy. see your baby? No. The baby killed my child. Yeah. So, Wait, the, the baby killed your child? Or baby killed my my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. so uh, the gra- luckily uh, grandma's there. So grandma takes in the baby. Yep. And, and the nurse is like intrigued like, hmm, this guy's rich you say and he's mm. back in the singles market. Mm. Yeah. I can help you. Would you like a sip of co- of soup? Yeah. <laughs> Here's your straw. Th- thank you. This is where we get our first Tubi break. Guys, this is playing on Tubi. <laughs> so if you have Tubi, which you all should, because it's free and you just sign up for it or whatever. Uh, let's see what happened here. Oh, yeah, we got some uh, Metro by T-Mobile um, <laughs> commercials in Spanish. I mean, it makes sense. Purple Mattress. <laughs> And one of my per- personal favorites, Tide Cold Calls, starring Stone Cold Steve Austin and Ice Tea. <laughs> this is a cold call. Wash your colors on cold, bro. <laughs> you don't even need to separate them. <laughs> Thanks, Stone Cold. <laughs> uh, so then we cut to Carmen Sita, the, the little Carmen now. Uh, she's like what seven or eight probably and just yeah. dancing with her grandma and she wants to be a flamingo dancer yeah just like her mommy and... yes and she has a chicken wearing a little bandana named pepe yeah oh that's right it's like her um yeah 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 rooster pepe yeah <laughs> it's like it's like her uh communion or something oh yeah uh, grandma's making her communion dress yeah will daddy be at my communion Probably not. We'll <laughs> see. Didn't show up for shit. <laughs> oh, and how do we recognize Pepe from any other? That's right. Also, he's the only rooster we see. But yeah, it's true. true yeah. <laughs> the banana is very important for a later scene, so keep that oh, in mind. No. <laughs> he's the polka daddy bandana and he's with a chickeny neck. Yeah. And he runs. All, he's a, he's a super fat chicken, so he runs all wobbly. Yeah, and he cute. waddles. Yeah. Uh, we, we then find out through, again, like newspaper clippings or something, uh, the dad ended up marrying the nurse, uh, but they like live in a villa on the other side of town. And, uh, you know, Carmen Sita, she lives with her grandma. They seem to have pretty good, like, like the grandma's awesome. She's like, yeah. always like smiling and like dancing They don't have much, and... but they're happy. Yeah. So they, but yeah, they go to the communion, which means they go to church. Which means because it's a Spanish church, it has that bloody Jesus statue oh, in the middle, front dude, center. Spanish, <laughs> Spanish and like Latino, like Latino, like Jesuses yeah. are the goriest. It's true, and I'm okay with it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like again, like growing up in California, I saw a lot of super bloody Jesuses like outside 
Steve, you know those uh, those little Latin markets with like big signs for cheap cigarettes and like the weird uh, leggings models out front, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they usually have a couple of bloody Jesuses out front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the memories of that. Nice. Yeah. Meanwhile, I grew up in Utah, where I don't know every picture I see of Jesus looks like he's running for a, a political office or something. He's always like <laughs> surrounded by other little babies and just like holding his hand out, like. Hey, I'm handing out sage-like wisdom here. You should uh, be soaking this up. I noticed the the Jesuses here. Like, the ones in California were pretty light-haired. But, like, honey, Burnett, the ones here are blonde. Like... Pretty much, damn yeah. Damn near albino. Like, they're, like, platinum blonde. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. <laughs> uh, where were they? Oh, yeah, so... Oh yeah, she gets a gift for her communion. And it's a little, uh, little, I don't know, phonograph or whatever. Like you know, the big, uh, yeah, the, the the big Thomas Edison like yeah. horn on a record player yeah. kind of thing. And uh, Grandma, you know, <laughs> teaching her the flamenco, and she's liking it. And then like mid dance, she's dancing around. Ha 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 ha! I thought she like tripped or something, but apparently she, she just like fell like flop and like ah my heart <laughs> yes everybody's oh no grandma's dying in the middle of the communion by the way grandma way to upstage all the little girls at their first communion <laughs> right oh and babe th- this this scene transition how how do we know that grandma died <gasps> because she takes her white communion dress dips it in the bucket <laughs> and she has dyed Pulls it black it. for Pulled. a morning dress yeah <laughs> guys this movie's fucking awesome you should check it out it, it, this is spectacular right uh <laughs> yeah cut to she's in a car a big yeah. luxurious car with a very oh. creepy looking guy yeah the the fucking uh chauffeur or whatever yeah. in this car he seems like an asshole oh, like yeah. he he's oh, pulling we're gonna find up out and... he is an asshole yeah, well yeah yeah he's got like the you know the the serious brow oh, yeah. and stuff looking in the rearview mirror he and has the super villain brows and then like they pull up in this huge like hacienda like this Oh. this palatial estate oh yes and like like it looks like it's a fucking hotel basically and uh they like pull up and she's like oh wow what is this place and he's like 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 pointing and like saying get the fuck out you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah she gets out and i said written down god damn must be uh pretty good money being a matador back in the 20s he was the greatest matador of them all steve so Oh, I mean, do they still make good money? I may have to look look into this. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's probably like basketball players. Like ninety nine point nine percent of people who play basketball don't make any money, but the the elite are billionaires. <laughs> the top five, you know, they can they can afford homes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, and uh, yeah, this is where like she shows up and the the stepmom's there and she's like, "Well, here, let me show you the house." Oh, is this your suitcase? So, and the suitcase is like moving. And Pepe jumps out. Oh, Pepe! Oh, Pepe. <laughs> goes, the piano music for Pepe is the best. Yeah. It's so like... The stepmom uh, shows shows Carmen to her new room. Babe, where's, where's her new room? Uh, apparently the sewage line under the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the stairs like down into the basement. But then it's like the... I don't know. It looks like... It looks like the fucking sewers in uh, the Dark Knight or whatever. Like, like you could, 
You could have an entire society down in there. Like, right? like Nightbreed would live oh, there. The, right? The Chuds are down there? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm there's to, arches and I'm shit. I think we did a movie a couple of months ago where it had a whole scene. Oh, oh, for Soup Complex. What the, movie? Oh, did Third Man? Third Man. The whole, oh, like, the sewers of the sewers Paris of or whatever? Or, yeah. Tell me that whole underground didn't look like the sewers of Paris from yeah, Third Man. Yeah, pretty similar. But yeah, it's basically like... Oh yeah, here here's your room, sucker. And it's like down at the bottom of the stairs, but it's like, oh, if you go around that corner there, it looks like it leads right into the stables and yeah. Right. Uh, uh you can sleep on this epic pile of coal. You'll be hauling it away later. Yeah, okay. So yeah, there's the giant thing of coal or whatever, and it's like, where where'd she take that? Do they have like a furnace or whatever? It just shows her like loading it, but yeah, I don't know. Kinda weird. But um, uh, yeah, so she has chores now because, you know, she's she's the stepdaughter and the dad's, uh, you know, nowhere to be seen. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. She's, like, forbidden from going up to the second floor because apparently that's where her dad yep. is and blah, blah, blah. Yep, stay off the second floor, bitch. But, uh, but Pepe, he's, like, in the kitchen with her when she's, like, at a mopping or something like that. And he goes running off. And he runs up to the second floor and she's like, no, Pepe, come back. But uh, she like realizes like oh no she can get in trouble for even thinking about going up there and so she's like crawling around you know walking very quietly and sees pepe went to this room oh but she peeks in and sees stepmom is uh oh yeah is is literally riding the uh the chauffeur like a horse yeah (laughs) like he's on all fours and she's on his back with a whip yeah it's like some dominatrix shit going on and then the little girl like smiles in like too weird a way yeah but whatever she's just like huh adults am i right i'm like wait what oh that's right and then she also finds the uh the room with all the the stuffed the bulls. stuffed bulls yeah i guess these are the ones that uh you know he had to slay and he was like well i can't let him go to waste you know? right i mean we can eat the meat but can we stuff the bodies which led to steve i would like a full-size mounted bull for our house and also a house that could sustain a room to hold a full-size mounted bull i mean that would be great um that's untidyvenus.etsy.com <laughs> help us real help us realize our dreams yes get us a full-size stuffed bull <laughs> and get some great art for yourself all right so <laughs> oh there okay and then yeah she goes in, like the next room and uh she sees a a chair <gasps> with somebody in it and so she's like what what's what's going on over here and she walks around and ah it's her dad but you know he's like sleeping or whatever he like wakes up and he starts like ringing the bell on his uh yeah using his mouth to ring the bell on the corner of his chair but then he sees her eyes (gasps) i know you and i think even like flashes back to see uh his wife or whatever the original carmen that's right i know you and then you know she uh, little carmen goes running off or whatever and this the stepmom comes in like what the fuck do you want and he's like i uh i'm thirsty and she's like oh okay cool i'll get you some water you know pours a little glass and throws it right in his fucking face and i'm like look bitch (laughs) right (laughs) i can call down to the to one of the cooks and be like yeah get me out of here safely um i'm about to get this bitch ended (laughs) right because guys it's the 1920s i mean <laughs> yeah who who do you think the law is gonna side with the crippled famous matador uh, christopher reeve uh-huh or some nurse bitch that just kind of showed up <laughs> i mean to be fair though like isn't this what's happening with uh 
my god, my brain just Richard went. Simmons. Richard Simmons, yeah. Sure. Isn't he basically being held hostage by his uh, nurse bitch? I, or that's the internet's theory? I guess, or maybe not, since nothing has been done about it. I don't know. What, what's happening with Brittany right now? Is she in Vegas, uh, or is she a prisoner somewhere? I, actually, she just got arrested for assaulting somebody. Oh, uh, well, fuck that idea then. Um, here's here's my, th- my, my theory on Brittany. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been following it super close from what I can see. No, I don't believe that she is well. No. no, I don't think she should be performing. I do think she needs to be in the care of somebody. I don't necessarily think her dad is the person who needs to be in charge of her. Well, there you That's go. my personal theory. Well, there you go. <laughs> Topical? I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so what happens? Oh, yeah, the next day we see the, the stepmom doing more dominatrix shit. Um, and she sneaks in to see her dad. And apparently we get a nice little montage where, like, I don't know months go by and he's like reading her stories and you know they're like hugging each other and stuff and it's like oh they're having a real daddy daughter relationship this is great blah 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 nothing could possibly go wrong yeah well i mean and at this point it's like okay cool hey uh wife start treating her with some goddamn respect or i will fucking right? end you but you know whatever it's a fairy tale fairy tale fairy tale yeah. Uh, this is where we get our next batch of Tubi commercials for <laughs> Always Pads, USAA Insurance. Uh, apparently there's a bunch of like new Cokes out with like vanilla uh, and vanilla cherry. The, and... But um, but they're all like Coke Zeros. Yeah. And you have to try it first? No thanks. Yeah, I'm past. Uh, Downy, because apparently, you know, deodorants are a thing. Or, you know, detergents. Yeah. Oh, like we got the all the detergent commercials. Yeah. We got Downey, Antide, and Gain. It's, oh, there was one other, too. Ah, it doesn't matter. But, and Chevy Silverado. Apparently, they're still being made. All right. So then, okay. Now the dad is, uh, you know, they're building a relationship. And he's also teaching her to be a matador. We see her, like, with, uh, I don't know, a little tabletop runner or whatever. And, like, spinning around. And he's like, no, no, keep it lower, lower. You know, and never take your eyes off the bull. That's right. Never take your eyes off the bull. Oh, that's right. And she also uh, has a little surprise for him one day. I don't know if it's like his birthday or what or whatever, but he uh, puts a little record on the little phonograph of hers. And it's apparently her mom's old flamenco record. Like, <gasps> and she comes apparently out. Apparently her mom was famous too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's like a basketball, or it's like Russell Wilson marrying Ciara, you know, pro football player. And, Tom Brady uh, marrying, uh... Giselle has no talent. I mean, she's hot, but... No, she's a supermodel. So, so she can't sing. <laughs> Ciara can sing, sort of, from what I understand. No, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, she comes out and she's, like, dancing the flamenco and she has, like, a dress on. And, of course, he's, like having flashbacks of his wife and it's not at all weird don't even don't even pretend and uh the daughter even like grabs his chair and they start like spinning together and they're all laughing oh oh my god i've never been this accelerated all of my life oh that's right meanwhile the uh the stepmom she's like out with the the dogs and some dudes like doing a little bunny hunt or whatever yeah she's got her uh uh her greyhounds out hunting rabbits yeah but she uh, she notices something happening up in, in the upstairs room when she gets back and she pops up in there and uh, he's just sitting there in the chair and she's like, what is she? What what have you been doing? And he's like, I'm sitting here dying a slow, meaningless death. And, really? 
yeah, she, that's right. The dogs are there, and the dogs are like smelling something. And out pops <gasps> Pepe. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> and she's like, hmm, I know what this means. We then cut to dinner that night. Oh, she Carmen joined her for the very first time. Yes, thank you for joining me. And uh, now that we've had this incredible meal that you've enjoyed, um, how would you like your peppery chicken? I mean, peppery chicken. <laughs> That's right, guys. She then brings out a little, a little silver platter, and Pepe has been cooked. Oh, she left the head on and the little... She left the fucking bandana the on! bandana on! <laughs> like that? That is just fucking mean. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so um, basically she's like, no, eat it, eat it. Eat it or I'll do the same thing to your father. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, this bitch would die like a thousand deaths right? <laughs> in my fairy tale. I don't know. I mean. Anyway, uh, after that, uh, you know, time passes. We Like Carmen's like doing the laundry and then it like transitions to her basically being a woman she's you know 18 20 28 i don't know whatever she's she's a full-grown woman now and uh the stepmom uh i mean this is really fucked up because uh basically she's you know so oh cool she's grown up what happens the stepmom throws the dad down the fucking stairs right yep all right cool and then we get okay then we get a scene where they're getting the death pictures taken with the dad like dressed up in the matador outfit and just you know slunched over because he's dead and whatnot death pictures are fucking weird so weird. i are, yeah or nay like, oh, so like would weird. you do it like if that were a thing nowadays like instead of you know like traditionally the ones we go to it's caskets and they're just lie down in there and you pay your last respects whatever yeah. if it was you know get your weekend at bernie's two cover art with them would you do it? I don't think I would do it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's weird, but uh... Uh, like I like we were talking about this. We were watching it. Like I weirdly sort of enjoy looking at like the death photos from like back in the day. <laughs> Just because they're weird and macabre. They're uh, weird yeah. and macabre, but also like the old timey photography like separates it. Like I don't know if I want to see people taking pictures with their dead loved ones on Facebook. You want like selfies? Yeah. With the... Yeah. <laughs> uh... Oh, God, guys, if you're listening, make no, that a thing. No, make it a thing. No, no, it's too, it's too, it's too real. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. See, how about you? Do you want to take a, like, do you wish you'd gotten a selfie with your grandma's corpse? Nah, I'm good. How about your dad? Nah, probably not. It just seems kind of weird. Although, if I threw the shades on him and, you know, put him in, like, the little blue, uh, <laughs> little blue blazer jacket or whatever and started walking oh, around the beach only. with them yeah <laughs> now we're talking <laughs> so <laughs> so anyway okay then, then we get to the scene where uh the stepmom is like look uh, this is where i was like kind of questioning like how old snow white's supposed to be because it's like okay the dad's dead so the money goes to the stepmom yeah she's also 18 ish so Oh, trust fund set aside or what? But yeah, yeah. And, oh, and, trust funds didn't exist. I, th- I think well, basically they existed, just, but not. I think basically just like case. stepmom took over the, the took over the estate, the yeah. estate, and yes, yeah, like, oh, go pick flowers for your dad's grave. I'm gonna yeah. send you far, far away. Take my chauffeur. <laughs> yeah, go go two towns over into those fields or whatever <laughs> right. to get those flowers. Yep. 
And then uh, the chauffeur, he uh, puts on his chauffeur gloves, walking up on her in the forest. And she like turns around and he's like, oh, yeah, sorry, my arthritis is kicking in or something, you know. <laughs> oh, did you see that bird? Yeah, but then she goes back to picking flowers and uh, he starts choking her and doing a pretty damn good job at it. Like you see the light leaving her eyes. And then he just randomly is like fuck it before she goes i'm gonna kiss her oh i think he was gonna like take full advantage of her because she's just so beautiful i guess yeah and but of course this like snaps her out of it and she like knees him in the nuts or something and runs off but then she like runs and i don't know just kind of like falls into the river oh oh, oh, he like he grabs her again and starts choking her well yeah when she's in the river oh yeah 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 yeah, but but it it was like she's running 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 like like she knows how to run and then all of a sudden she's just like and i'm in the water now (laughs) and then yeah he comes up from behind and starts choking her out and uh yeah she's uh just floating down the river Mission accomplished. Roll credits. Babe, what do you think about Blanca and yet? Wait! Hold on. Nope. We don't have any little people yet. This isn't yeah, that's right. We didn't even get to the good part yet. <laughs> oh, and it's also this time we get more Tubi commercials because, yeah. uh, do you know who Mike Lee is? I don't either, but apparently he has political ads all through Tubi. Oh, you know what? Fuck that guy. Yep. Uh, Shark Air Purifier, uh, Disney's California Adventure apparently is back open, and it's probably affordable compared to whatever that Star Wars hotel that's coming out is. <laughs> probably. <laughs> we then cut back to the movie where she's found downriver by a gentleman, and like mm. you know, drags her up onto the shore, and like you know, does yeah. the chest compressions and through the kiss of life. Yeah, and she pukes up like half oh. gallon of water. <laughs> <laughs> And he's just like, wow, you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And she passes out. Yep, she just passes right the fuck out. And then uh, when she wakes back up, she's lying in a bed somewhere. And there's seven little people staring there's right. There's only six. Oh, six, sorry. Six little That's people like looking right at her. That's like the weird running joke in this. <laughs> That's right. She, she's like the seventh whatever. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so there's six little people. And honestly, I could only tell you characteristics for three of them. <laughs> One is uh, Rafita. Mm-hmm. He's the one that found her on the shore. He's yep. he's like the I, I guess the good looking one yeah, slash yeah. Love, love interest little later. Yeah. Uh there's the eldest one who's kind of the jealous cuck a little later. Yeah, he's what? the like, nope, having a woman's a bad idea. Yep. Get her the fuck out of my bed. Yep, bad idea. And also like when he's like the announcer for what they do, she kinda engroaches on yeah. that. And then the third one is uh Remember Nathan Lane in the birdcage? <laughs> like <laughs> Like, like when he's dressing up as, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, basically it's like a little version of that. Like (laughs) I absolutely fucking adore having a cross-dressing dwarf as part of the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs narrative. Absolutely. Like it's It's... great. And then, and then he ends up being like the motherly one to her, like gets her outfit already and like, like makes everybody is the one who makes everybody's meals. And yeah, yeah, there's also, Oh shoot. My brain started to overlap with other ones now. Um, there's sort of like a doofusy one who's got like a like sort of a beard thing going because he's the one like when the older one's like, nope, the woman's a bad idea and she should get out of my bed. He's the one who's like, she's in my bed too. Like, yeah, like yeah. she's either they all share one big bed or she's lying across like three beds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think she's lying across like three of them. It's pretty sweet. But yeah, basically she's like, who, who are you? Who, who am I? Like she has like amnesia going on now and it's like, oh boy, here we go. 
And they're like, well, we're bullfighting dwarves. And they have like a little rolling caravan and everything. Oh, and it's got like a little like, uh, like widow's peak on it. Like a look, a lookout. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when they pull back, it's really cute. It almost looks like something a kid would make out of Legos. (laughs) Like it's adorable. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, if they're bullfighting dwarves, we're going to see them in action like immediately. Right. You don't don't tease that for a movie. (gasps) So we see them, uh, you know, they have like a, a calf that comes out and they do their bullfighting thing. Uh, yeah, basically it's them versus Veal. Yeah. And, and the. Uh, oh, and like they show shots of them going like town to town and they have a little like. but So their wagon's pulled by like four like big old mules and there's a little cage in the back, which I think is their little bull. Oh There's yeah, like that makes cage sense. In the back. Yeah, okay. Because they're not putting they're not putting snow in the back. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> if anything, they're strapping her on top. No. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they're like they keep asking her like, so do you remember your name? And they're like, no, we'll call you Snow White, like the fairy tale. <laughs> we're so clever. <laughs> that's right, the legend of Snow White's in this <gasps> movie. Anyway, so yeah, unlike the third or fourth one we watch, uh, basically we see. Uh, the eldest uh, little dwarf guy, mm-hmm. he makes the ultimate mistake. He takes his eyes off the bull. Oh, no! And the calf just starts mauling him. Oh. Oh, like, he gets yeah. tossed around like it's fucking jackass. Oh, like, yeah. It's... Well, and, like, she's looking on horrified. All the other little people are looking on horrified. The crowd's just fucking laughing yeah. their asses off. Yeah, yeah, and she's like, "Why doesn't anybody do anything?" And the, like Somebody the little people were, the children. The little people were like, "Yeah, we'll just get destroyed too." Blah blah blah. And everybody else is just laughing. Ah, ha, 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 ha. So she goes out there, and of course, she's like kind of dressed up as a matador and stuff anyway, which is oh, like, no, no, no. Oh. she's got her dress on. She's in. She's wearing just that little like cottony like peasant. Dress. Oh, is that what she wore? Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. The first one. That's right. That's right. You got it. Yeah, she jumps in and turns out she's an amazing bullfighter. <gasps> the crowd is captivated by both her beauty and her grace and her talent. Yeah. And so the dwarves, they're like, hey, you uh, want to stay and travel with us? You know, at least until you get your memory back and stuff. And uh, she's like, yeah, sure. That's great. So they travel all over España and Portugal. And they yeah. go from city to city, and they make her a nice... This is where they make her, like, the nice matador outfit and all yeah. that. And... Yeah, Josefina does. All right, so then uh, and then one day they're approached by Carlos Montoya. Who's he? <gasps> the biggest bullfighting agent in all of Spain. Is he a man with a big goatee? <clears throat> of course he Who is. was looking on as her father was mauled? Uh, yeah, but it's not. But it's not his friend or whatever. It's not the friend. Yeah, it's yeah, not the guy yeah. with the mutton chops. It's the, yeah. the long bearded guy who sort of looks like Satan. <laughs> who sort of looks like the same guy, but in a slightly different hat. Yeah, I don't but know. He looks more Satan-y, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's definitely meant to look evil. And uh, this is where also we find out Snow White can't read. <gasps> <gasps> she looks at his card upside down. And uh, he's also like, oh, well, that's... Oh, that's right. The eldest dwarf is like, that's okay. I can, and I'll read this contract for you. And basically, uh, you know, the, the agent guy, he's like, oh, yeah, it's just a formality and I'll sponsor you guys. It'll be great. Uh, but then we see in the contract that says, like, you know, he will own Snow White for all of her life. and Until her death. Yeah. It's, it's her like, muerte. It's like, you know, one of them old school Hollywood deals or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's like the deal Britney signed. No. Uh, <laughs> not quite. But also not different. Um, and he's basically like, all right, cool. We're going to have this big, uh, this big event at that Coliseum in Seville, the biggest one in all of Spain. And you're going to be the features and it's going to be great. 
And uh, this is where, yeah, she signs the contract, like, with an X. Because, again, she can't read. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't count, right? I mean, it's her it's her mark. Like, it's her mark. Like, just making your mark. But is that still, like, legal binding if you sign something with an X? I, yeah. Yeah, if that's your mark, then yeah. All right, prove it in court. That's all I'm going to say. Well, <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> that's not my ex. That's somebody else's ex. <laughs> All my exes that, live in Texas. That's, right. that's DMX's ex. You go after him. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, stepmom, uh, she's like showing off her new house or whatever. You know, basically, she's redecorated the mansions and she's controlled the estate. And there's like a this Lecturas magazine who's like doing a feature on her. And she's like posing for all these pictures. And she's like, I'm going to be on the cover, right? Right? This is totally going to be like your biggest thing in all the city. And they're like, yeah, yeah, cool, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, what happens around here? Yeah, the, one night they're like, uh, Snow White and the dwarves, they're like dancing around the fire, like celebrating, like, oh my god, this is gonna be the greatest, going to Coliseum. And there's like fireworks going off, and, uh, her and Rafita, they, uh, they go up for a better view up in the, mm-hmm. I don't know, the crow's nest or whatever of yeah. the carriage. And, uh, get, get some little kissy kissy action going. Mm-hmm. And uh, the eldest season, he is fucking mad. He's like sharpening a knife and he like throws at her. Her picture's like on the side of the carriage now and he hits her. Ugh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then we get some more Tubi about Metro by T-Mobile and Proactive and uh, Mike Lee again. Who gives a fuck about that guy? Fuck you, Mike Lee. That's right. And uh, we then c- cut back to the movie. And Snow White is on the cover of Lectoris magazine. And Stepmom is pissed. (laughs) She's like, who the fuck is this bullfighting bitch on the... Wait a minute. Bullfighting, rinse it my blood. Uh, chauffeur? We got something to fucking talk about. That's right. The chauffeur or whatever. It was at this point, I'm like, he's Higgins. He's Higgins from Magnum P.I. That's what he looks like. (laughs) He looks like an evil Higgins. So Higgins... If if he had had two uh, Dobermans or whatever with them, to be fair, Higgins <laughs> is much more effective. Higgins would right. not have missed. <laughs> yeah, so basically, uh, she like that's right. Higgins is like chilling in the pool or whatever, and like I thought you said you killed that bitch. She's like, I thought I did, and she like fucking smacks him, and I'm like, he's not moving. Oh, she smacked him with a fucking Virgin Mary statue. Oh, was it with a statue? Yeah, yeah, she grabbed oh, the Virgin okay, Mary and whacked him upside the head. Because then she, like, placed it back and did, like, a little prayer. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh, well, that's right. Okay, yeah, so, like, smacked him go... and he wasn't moving. And then it's, like, her looking in the uh, looking in the pool in her own reflection. Yeah, well, like, she, she goes to yell at him and he's, like, not moving. And then, yeah, she's, like, staring in the pool. And it, this is a really beautiful shot. And they pull back. Yep, and Higgins is just floating face down in the pool like, oh, shoot, he drowned or something. And I'm like, again, where are the cops? <laughs> Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, then we cut to the Coliseum where we see the indestructible Hindenburg flying overhead. Because, <laughs> you know, the 20s, it's a thing. And then uh, there's treachery afoot because we see the uh, the eldest dwarf. He's like sneaking behind in the stables. And he uh, switches up, you know, their their calf or whatever they do their yeah. show with. With Ferdinand, the calf. Ferdinando or whatever, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. Ferdinand. Was it Ferdinando? Okay. Yeah, like the, like the books of <clears throat> Ferdinand the cat or Ferdinand the bull. Oh, uh, okay. 
but, self-tender boy. But switch it up with another bull. And this one is Satan. Satan. Yes, I'm guessing a direct offspring of Lucifer. Woo! Hail Satan. Hail Satan. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so then we got like Snow White. She's like kissing the dwarves for good luck. Like, oh, it's going to be great. She's Nothing could possibly go wrong. Praying in front of the same Virgin Mary uh, her father prayed in front of, but she doesn't re- She doesn't even know. That's right. So it was right before she was born. And then this is when the, the dad's friend with the mutton chops runs up and is like, oh, I knew it was you. Yeah. You're t- following in your father's footsteps. He would be so proud of you right now. And blah, blah, blah. What are you blah. talking about? Yeah, she's just kind of like smiling like, what? <laughs> and then, yeah, she starts like remembering and she's like getting like the flashes of like the stepmom and, and like Pepe on a platter and like, like it's, it's all rushing back. And she's like walking out, she's like walking out of the, the Coliseum, like the ring of the Coliseum, like with the dwarves and she's just sitting there like crying and shit. And I'm like, uh, you think she'd like tell somebody like, hey, I'm having kind of a breakdown right now maybe i shouldn't be bullfighting but nope kind of an existential crisis right now <laughs> and the dwarves are just like oh you okay hey you'll be fine and they Here like go snow. walking this off this is our biggest show and she's just sitting there like staring in the sky crying and like mascara running a little bit and it's like okay cool and then the big bull satan or whatever is released and they're like oh, wait a minute that's not fernandino or whatever fernand no what's what's going on here treachery and the bull charges like, gah, 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 gah. and she's just sitting there crying. And it's like, oh shit, she's going to get killed. And then the bull just like stops like two feet in front of her. Like the fuck's up, bitch. She's like, you're supposed to be like scared or something. What, what's happening? And then, yeah, she's like still remembering everything. And then it's like, oh, that's right. He said, never take your eyes off the bull. Like looks at the bull and she like has the little thing and starts doing her whole routine. And the bull's like dancing around her and she's doing all the flourishes. And basically she's dancing with him and, um, and it's all going good. And we see like the, the guy in the crowd, like, that's right. That's Antonio Valata's daughter out there. And like, you see people like, you know, basically playing a telephone or whatever, like leaning over, like Antonio Banderas's daughter. That's Antonio Banderas's daughter. It's Antonio Banderas's daughter. That's Melanie Griffith's daughter. That's And now Andrew Hepburn's looking great. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What's happening? And, and so then we've reached the climax and she pulls out her sword. <laughs> and she looks up and she sees her dad in the clouds looking down at her. And of course, he's standing there in his matador outfit like, good job, girl. It's like, thanks, F. Murray Abraham. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then all, all the crowd's like, no, no, pardon the bull. Like they pull out their yeah, little white hankies and start waving him. it. And she's just standing there with the sword, like ready to do what she needs to do. And the bull's looking at her. And then the, I don't know, the mayor or whatever. He's like, hey, pardon, thumbs down or what, or, you know, thumbs up or whatever they do. Yeah. And the crowd cheers. Yay. Woo! Standing ovation for little Carmencita or Snow White or, yeah, Snow White. That's right. And, uh. <laughs> And they start tossing money and all sorts of, like, like roses, all that stuff, like you see in the cartoons. And then, stepmother, we see her with an apple and a syringe. And we see her, like, injecting yeah. poison into it. And you see, like, the little skull pop up on the, of the apple and fade away. <laughs> oh, that's right. The dad's buddy, like, gives her back uh, his hat, uh, the Montera, as they call Montera. it. And uh, she's like taking her bows. Uh, yeah, stepmom like gave her an apple, 
And she's like just about to bite into it, but then the the crowd's like, "Hey, take a bow, take a bow." And she's like, "Oh, okay, sorry, thank you, nice lady." And she like takes it out, center of the ring. They're all giving their bows. The dwarves are there too, doing their bows, even though I don't think they really did anything. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, they did the pre-show. Did they? Yes. Because I thought they just went out there, said hi, and she was crying her eyes out, and then the like she was the first thing. But yeah. Anyway, we're taking the bows. Rafita even like gives uh, Snow White a rose and stuff, and she's like, "Oh, thank you." And she takes a bite out of the apple, <gasps> and nothing happens. Mm, just keep oh. waving. Keep waving. She takes another bite out of the apple. Starts get. Oh, 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 I don't feel so flat. Falls right on the ground, and of course the dwarves and everything's like, "Up, oh, help!" Help, doctor! <laughs> Everybody comes running out like, what the hell happened? Does she have heat stroke or something? Like, no, she's dead. And then the uh, the eldest guy, the, the treacherous one, he sees that she has like the apple like in her hand. And she's like, <gasps> that's right. I ran into that bitch earlier. It's that bitch! And he's like pointing at the stepmom. That bitch poisoned her the apple! And, blah, and, <gasps> and the cops go like chasing after her. <laughs> <laughs> actually no it wasn't even the cops that's right the dwarves, the dwarves were yeah they like grabbed yeah. like little spears or whatever like, like had after. a fucking pitch for her. yeah like she they're yeah. ready to like do some oh, business they're gonna murder her <laughs> she gonna die that's right so they like chase her into the stables mm-hmm. and she's like hiding in one of them but we see him like open the doors like oh nothing in there yeah. and she's like oh nothing in there <gasps> but then they're like mm, she must be in this one i've got an idea the door slowly opens. Her eyes widen. Then there's a shadow. That's right. The silhouette of Satan himself. Oh, <laughs> the bull. You see it like over her and she's like, ah! Cut scene. Yes. Yeah, I'm assuming she was raped to death by a bull. That's just oh, what yeah. I'm going to go with. Oh. And, and you know what? I'm okay with it. Right? <laughs> Good job with that one, Grim. Hail, Satan. That's right. <laughs> oh, and you think, oh, man, what... What what's gonna happen with to uh, Snow White and her little mini doors? Well, <laughs> her mini doors. <laughs> That's right. Like matadors, but mini. The mini doors. Yeah. Um. Obviously, yeah. Like Snow White, she's like carried out of the ring, like all Christ-like. Like there's like twenty people oh, carrying her, arms spread wide. Ask me what it means. And uh, Rafita, he the you know the the love interest dwarf, he's like yeah. devastated. He's like, oh no, oh. Oh, she's dead. We then cut to a freak show, and I'm like, wait a minute, right. what's happening it here? pouring rain. Pouring rain. So we go inside the tent, and we see the, the Carlos Montoya or whatever, the, the guy that she signed the contract with. He's like, is it a miracle or a curse? Oh. Behold our next act, Snow White. And they, like, wheel out this glass coffin with Snow White lying in it, and, like, can anyone here break her out of her coma? For just 10 cents, you can kiss her and maybe you'll be the one that saves her. Oh. And I'm like, God damn, dimes for a kiss. All right. So, yeah, people like line the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. you got all kinds of dudes and ladies. Mm-hmm. And then we get like the the last guy. Uh, I don't know. He he like pays his dime or whatever, kisses oh, her. Oh, he was heckling from That's the, right, the, yeah. the, the opening act. Like, this is bullshit. He's like, well, why don't you try it, sir? Okay, maybe I will. Whatever, I'll kiss a dead girl for a dime. Right. And uh, he leans down, gives her a little kiss, and she pops up. Ah! And he just fucking runs out of there. He's like, yay! 
We then cut back to, I, I don't know, an hour later or whatever after everybody's left. And we see Rafita. He's there. He's like brushing her hair and doing her, her makeup. Her so long now. Yep. And so she's not dead. Spraying her down with perfume because, you know, whatever. And uh, lays her down because apparently the, the coffin thing was spring-loaded. So when she jumped up, it's like meant to scare people. And he like puts it down. We then cut back and we see the glass coffin with Snow White in it. Mm-hmm. And then we see Rafita jump up, like, get up out of there because apparently he just sleeps in there with her. Right? And, uh, yeah. Gives her a little kiss on the lips. And we see a single tear running down Snow White's eye. Roll credits. Oh, and it does the, like, uh, the, like, tunnel vision close. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. On the tear and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, total old movie it's so good guys that's blocking nieves aka snow white babe what do you think fucking love it, it fucking you love know, this movie you tell me a black and white spanish silent movie about snow white with old mini matadors i'm fucking in right this is even better though this is so <laughs> good like this is well done like art oh yeah like oh, here's the thing like this movie it is absolutely a hundred percent artsy fartsy movie. It also knows what it is and has a little bit of fun with that with fun with yeah, it. Yeah, without true. being full blown like, look at me, I'm not like the other artsy movies. Like it, it plays up the stereotypes of like and like the, the uh, cliches of, the era. of yeah. the era and stuff like just right. The actors and actresses and the costumes all look spectacular. Absolutely. The music is fucking spot on. Oh, yeah. The music's great. The the lighting and everything with the black and white. Like, oh, yeah. everything is just crisp and clean and gorgeous yeah, and it's focused well. Yeah, it's just enough as, um, like, silent movies work because you have to be more yeah. dramatic. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Guys, check it out. It's on It's on Tubi. Yeah. Oh, but babe, when we come back... <gasps> We have Morbier. Fun facts. What? And what we learned from Blanca Nieves. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Hey everybody, join us for our next Podcart Fest, a celebration of podcasting and art. With so many incredible artists of all kinds being affected by the pandemic and shutting down of festivals in general, uh, we wanted to bring them together to one incredible virtual festival and give you the opportunity to interact with them directly in their virtual booth, uh, witness them demonstrate their marvelous skills on our live stream, show off some of their new products in their shops, and just have a great fun time in general at Podcart Fest. For the latest information, Please follow us at Podcart Fest on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcart Fest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T. Where you can stay up to date on which podcasters, crafters, actors, painters, directors, creators, and more will be featured. 
Oh, did I mention it's free? Because Podcart Fest is free, so you can pass that admission fee right along to an artist who needs your help in these desperate times, and have a bunch of fun with some amazing personalities while getting some unique gifts and art for yourself or a loved one. Uh, see you soon at Podcart Fest, hosted by Everything I Learned from Movies. It's time to feel the rage. Join us on Film Rage, where we talk movies, current releases, coming attractions, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray. Yo. Why is it that you always talk all the time? I can't understand I why. This, this, is voice. this is the Merman, the voice of reason. These two can't agree on anything most of the time. Some movies are Mondo, some are just Every week, something is going to make us rage. Join us every Wednesday and feel the rage. Hey, I heard you like movies. I heard you like to hustle. I heard you like podcasts. Well, guess what? There's a podcast for you out there called The Home Video Hustle. Damn right. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I put a bunch of movies in a bag, and PJ picks one out at random. And then we just watch it. We talk about it for maybe like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Whatever we feel like doing, wherever the conversation leads us. But do we actually talk about the movie? Most of the time. Ah. Tangents galore. Yes. So believe me, we may be a movie podcast, but it's not always about movies. We might talk about video games. Mm-hmm. Music. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the big one, music. Uh, sometimes we might get a little bit of politicalness in there. Yes. Sometimes we may just, oh, we know what we like to do. We like to tell stories, PJ. Ah, yes. I am the master storyteller yes. of the podcast realm. <laughs> Undefeated. So if you like to hear about movies, video games, whatever foolishness comes to our mind, the most random stuff you can think of, check out the Home Video Hustle. You can find us on the Stitchers. Yes. The Google Play. Yes. Apple Podcasts. What else? Podbean. What else? Podcast Addict. Goddamn. All that. Ain't no reason you can't get your hustle on. We everywhere. Worldwide, baby. Hustle, motherfucker. Hustle. Hey, we can't cuss in the promo, PJ. Ah. We gotta be family friendly. There may be podcasts out there that don't want his hair to say. Fun stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> you. <laughs> no, don't, don't run the listeners away, PJ. Ah, I'm sorry. But this is going kind of long. Yes. So we'll end this and say, hey, check out the Home Video Hustle every Friday on all the various podcast outlets. Peace. Peace. Hey, this is Brendan Steer, the director of The Velocipaster, and you're listening to Everything I Learned From Movies. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that I've added in the history of adding. Well, she said it. They get better every week. Indeed. Oh, babe. Steve. I'm a little thirsty. I don't know about you. I'm a little sober, so. Oh, well, I got the cure for that. <gasps> uh, from Utah Brewing, we have their Red Eye Imperial Red Ale. Woo! Woo! Let's see, 8.3% alcohol by volume. God damn. Yeah. And uh, my top. So there's a pickle in my lap, so I gotta be kind of careful opening it. Oh, my top. Yeah. Oh, his top. Oh, don't don't his look pickle. at me like that. You know what's going on. Anyway. Don't act like this doesn't happen like a couple times a week or <laughs> as many other podcasters think a couple times a day. That's right. And the poor. beautiful red ale very very clear nice auburn color yeah a nice off-white foamy head with lots of tiny bubbles tiny bubbles makes me happy yeah Ooh, the aroma on this one by the way i just want to state for the record i had a little cough there my voice is a little off it is the smoke i don't have covid at the time of this recording and i would continue to enjoy not having covid there you go Mm. 
All right, Steve's going in for the sip. Mm. Oh man, that is a good red ale with a little bit more alcohol. That is uh, mm-hmm. that's like taking a red ale and putting a shot in there. It's nice. Yeah, yeah a the, shot of bourbon. Yeah, it's yeah, it's nice and caramely and yeah, like the, there there's definitely hops there, kind of a piney finish, but not overpowering. Not overpowering. Like yeah, very yeah. well balanced while still being like suit. It's very very big bodied. Yeah, and you, yeah, get the like little alcohol wife. burn more than anything. <laughs> like my wife. <laughs> yeah, this beer's thick. <laughs> thick with two C's, yeah. Woo! Yeah, Utah Brewing, Red Eye Imperial Red Ale. Check it out. Woo! Babe. Steve. Would you be interested in any fun facts? Are they super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. Well, I'd like to think so. Let's find out. Woo! All right, babe, Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think the critics thought of Blanca Nieves? Oh, are you kidding me? This is an artsy-fartsy silent film made in 2012 with little people, so obviously assisting people with disabilities, and it has a cross-dresser, so it's got to be like 92%. 95% with Woo! the critics. I think by far the highest we've had on our oh, podcast. absolutely. <laughs> this well, is legitimately a good film. So the critics love it. Yeah. But babe... Nobody gives a fuck about the critics. No, fuck those assholes. Especially when it comes to a foreign film. <laughs> uh, so what about that audience score? Here's the thing. This is definitely a critics movie. Yeah. Like, I'm picturing some fellow podcasters of ours trying to watch this possibly well high. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, you're going to make me read too? Oh, uh, so I'm going to say 82. Ooh, 84. Oh, close. Yeah. shit. Yeah, uh, two hundred and seventy nine thousand uh, dollar. Oh, that was the U.S. gross. Uh, sorry, uh, budget unknown. But yeah, U.S. gross two hundred and seventy nine thousand dollars. I didn't even know it was released in the U.S. No. Worldwide gross two point six million. Woo! So yeah, there you go. Uh, director Pablo Berger developed the project for eight years before being able to shoot it. Oh, shit. Uh, Meribel Vudo came aboard in 2006 after a conversation with Berger and stuck with it. I think she's the one that played uh, the stepmom. Okay. This was actually shot in color film stock and then desaturated to black and white in post-production. Okay. I guess to match the time and I guess being a silent film and all. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And of course, this was also the official submission of Spain for Best Foreign Language Film in the 85th Academy Awards in 2013. Woo! But babe, what See, did we learn from Blanca Nieves? That I love matadors, yeah. and I double down on loving little people matadors. Like, <laughs> I didn't know I needed silent foreign films in my life. <laughs> yeah, I learned uh, you never take your eyes off the bowl. Never. Never. I also learned any any artsy film with an animal wearing a scarf that animals not long for this world. Oh, oh, that's fucked up. That's that's the equivalent of like cooking your fucking dog and then putting the collar back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like if you decided to roast pickles and then put his little jingly bell back on him. Ugh, we'd never get that smell out of the oven. <laughs> no, we would have to burn the house for the insurance money. <laughs> What's that smell? I don't know. Probably evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's fur dust and rage because he's pickleless cage <laughs> i also learned uh, apparently you can sign your life away with just an x yeah yeah 
I learned uh, Hail Satin. Hail Satin. <laughs> <laughs> well, babe, thanks for watching this movie with me. Thanks for watching this with me. Yeah. And uh, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias, although you'll never find me if you subscribe because the algorithm. Uh, so I would go ahead and check my blog over at izzycreates.com or join the Patreon at Untidy Venus, where you'll get all kinds of sneak peeks, little coupons, all kinds of fun stuff. And of course, you have that shop at untidyvenus.etsy.com. We do have a shop at untidyvenus.etsy.com, and I'm not a star seller. What does that mean? Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, don't worry, it won't last long. Um, and yeah, you can. Uh, don't you have some new things coming out there, like uh, new enamel oh, pins or something? Yeah, so we do have in the Etsy shop, of course, the Snackosaurs, the newest editions. Of course. Uh, of Teasiosaur brachio pretzel duplicorish and uh utah snacker the jello raptor but we also have some gary's coming guys <gasps> gary, the gary the unicorn because all the unicorns are named gary and there's going to be more of them as enamel pins and they're so flipping cute <laughs> speaking of flipping cute you can find us on all the major podcatchers at everything i learned from movies uh or hit us up on twitter facebook or instagram at eilf movies that's Everything, Everything I learned from, from movies. movies. Uh, we also have Podcart Fest coming up on Saturday, October Woo! 9th. Who's going to be there? <gasps> Who knows? But we're going to find out on Saturday, October 9th, where we talk to many incredible podcasters mm -hmm. and artists mm -hmm. and creators yeah. and celebrities, whoever we can get to show up. Yeah. <laughs> and you can follow us for more information at Podcart Fest. That's P O D C A R T F E S T. Podcasting Woo! and art. Uh, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Yeah.